Before we start this episode, we have a quick message from our sponsors. If you're studying for the Foreign Service Officer Test like us, we have a great study tool for you. Besides listening to our podcast, we also use FSO Compass. On FSO Compass, you can find practice tests for every section, comprehensive courses that guide you through the entire application process, and you can even connect with other aspiring U.S. diplomats. The resources have really helped us prepare, and we hope they help you too. To access FSO Compass and get 10% off your annual subscription, be sure to use the link in our description box. Good luck! Oh, thank you. Hi, everyone. I'm Jack, and welcome back to another mini-sode of How Did We Not Know That? Lately, I've been thinking about starting a mini Econ with Jack series so we can talk about basic economic concepts together. So after you hear this mini-sode, if you have any strong feelings for or against that idea, be sure to tweet us at hdwnkt or send us an email at howdidwenotknowthat at gmail.com. And before we begin, I'm going to give a disclaimer. I am not an economist. I did not study economics in school besides like two introductory courses. I'm just very interested in this field and I think it's a really great subject to study. So I personally am going to keep studying this topic and I want to take you guys along with me. And on that note, let's get into the episode. So right now I'm reading a book called Arguing with Zombies by Paul Krugman, who is a Nobel Prize winning economist. And the book is mainly a collection of his articles that he has written over the years as a columnist for the New York Times. It is a little dry if you don't like economics, but I personally enjoyed it because you get a primary account of what was happening in the U.S. economy throughout the early 2000s, such as the dot-com bubble bursting or the 2008 economic crisis. But the reason I bring up that book is because Paul Krugman is a self-proclaimed Keynesian economist, and unless you're a secret fan of economics like myself, you probably haven't heard of Keynesian economics. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, Keynesian economics is a macroeconomics theory that was developed by British economist John Maynard Keynes during the 1930s. And a side note for anyone who doesn't know what macroeconomics is, that is the part of economics that is concerned with large-scale economic factors such as interest rates and national productivity, and it analyzes how countries and governments make decisions as opposed to microeconomics, which is focused on an individual. So Keynesian economics focuses on total spending in the economy and its effects on output, employment, and inflation. An example of output in this case would be GDP or the gross domestic product, which is everything that a country is able to produce. So Keynes advocated for increased government expenditure and lower taxes to stimulate demand and pull the economy out of depressions. So in layman's terms, that means that optimal economic performance can be achieved and all the bad things like recessions and depressions in the economy can be avoided through governments using their power to influence consumer demand through policy. So how would the government influence consumer demand? Like how, how would you do that? And according to Keynesian economists, the best way to do this is through fiscal and monetary policy. 
Now, fiscal policy deals with government spending and tax policies, while monetary policy is changing the supply of money in circulation at one time. So changing the amount of money in circulation can be done through interest rates and printing more money. Now, to go more into the history of this branch of economics, Keynesian economics is also known as depression economics because it was developed in response to the 1930s Great Depression that actually happened in the UK. We also had one in the United States and the rest of the world was really in a global depression during this time. But as John Maynard Keynes is English, it was more in response to the UK Great Depression. So the Great Depression inspired Keynes to think differently about the nature of the economy as he felt that the prevailing economic theory at the time, which was classical economics, could not explain the downturn. During this time, classical economists argued that because of the widespread downturn in the economy, businesses and investors would take advantage of lower input prices in pursuit of their own self-interest. And then this would lead to employment and prices returning to an equilibrium. However, during the Great Depression, Keynes was not optimistic about the natural return to equilibrium of the market. As output remained low and unemployment stayed high for years, Keynes rejected that theory. He argued that once an economic downturn arrives, the fear and gloom that it creates leads to a sustained self-fulfilling prophecy of depressed economic activity. And Keynes was also a critic of the British government's attempt at resolving the depression. The British government decided that they would increase welfare spending to help the general public, but also raise taxes to pay for that increase in government spending and avoid creating a deficit. Keynes said that this would not encourage people to spend more money, again preventing economic stimulation. He proposed that the government should spend more money, but also cut taxes on consumers, which would naturally run a deficit in the short run, but eventually lead to an overall increase in consumer demand and activity because the individuals would have more money. Keynes is also very against excessive saving unless it's for a specific purpose such as retirement or education. More money stays stagnant, the less money there is in circulation to stimulate growth. In short, your spending is someone else's income. So if no one spends money, no one makes money. In summary, although Keynes supported classical economics in the long run, in times of economic downturn, he believed that government expenditures and lower taxes would be needed to stimulate demand and pull the global economy out of a depression. And I'm going to leave it at that for this episode. Again, is just a quick summary on Keynesian economics, and it's just one of many different schools of thought surrounding how best to run an economy. Hopefully this episode gave you a better understanding of Keynesian economics. Economics is a very dense subject and it can get very dull very easily. So I hope that this will at least help you feel more curious about the subject. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. Bye! This has been an episode of How Did We Not Know That? If you liked it, don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also follow us on all social media, including YouTube, at How Did We Not Know That? If you thought our podcast was low quality, we know. We thought so, too. Help us improve the podcast by contributing to our Patreon. Thank you for listening, and see you guys next week.